Hey guys, thanks for listening to Kind of Dating, the comedy dating podcast where I, your host, Natasha Chandel, and some cool guests break down the dating world and try to figure out why the fuck do we all have commitment issues? Today's topic is where to invest your energy. I don't know. Let's find out. Hello, friends. I'm Natasha Chandel, and you're listening to Kinda Dating. Aisha is not here with us today. Jenna is here in presence today. Um, if you like today's episode, please remember to subscribe to the podcast wherever you get it and leave us a only five-star review. How many stars? That's five. Um, you can also follow us on social media. We're at Kinda Dating on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. I am, one day I will get this right, at Natasha Chandel. Official on Facebook, Natasha Chandale on Instagram, Natasha underscore Chandale on Twitter. Did you see how I actually gave my Indian version of my last name today? I don't know why that happened, guys, but it did. Um, I have one of my best friends here today on the podcast. You can say hi now. I'm so happy to be here. Um, That voice is of Adam Sussman. He's VP of Development at Furry Prom Productions, which has a cool-ass pod deal at NBC. Yeah, it's it's pretty great. Yeah, you uh, you work with the um, EP I, of America's. Yes. I run Got development Talent. for the um, showrunner of America's Got Talent, and you know lots of cool stuff. Oh so. my god, I love your shows. There, I mean, I love kind of. I have crushes on some of the people I work <laughs> with. You know, co- going along with the. Subject today, you know, they're uplifting and feel good. Yeah. So, you know, really happy to be there and happy to be here. I always joke with people that Natasha's my best friend, and That's I'll be such li- a joke. So, no, no, but so <laughs> no, I'll be I'll be listening to the episode of the podcast, and then she'll text me, and I'll be like, "Why is she texting me right now? I'm trying to I'm trying to I'm <laughs> listening to you right now." It's so funny. Yeah, uh, we met. Ball. We met. Uh, like. Fuck, it's only, it's only been like a year and a half, maybe. It feels like a lifetime. But it really it's been, does. Yeah. It does. Um, Adam and I met uh, at the LLS. Um, so it's the Leukemia and Lymphoma Society. Yes. We were volunteering together on a team of our girlfriend, Lauren, who Did is episode the very one first of this. Yeah, yeah. podcast guest of Kind of Dating, Lauren Rosenberg. Shout out, Elro. Hey, Lauren. She doesn't know I'm here right now. I, oh. so I knew she'd be like, if she knew I was here, she'd be like in the studio asking me the question. <laughs> so we'll wait till it airs and then yes, she yes, can listen. Then she can find out. Yeah. Um, but we were on her uh, Woman of the Year campaign team yes. together. And you and I just like hit it off. And then just like, I don't know, like we have like the best, funniest, but deepest conversations yes. at the same time. It's awesome. I think, you know, we did that and it was doing something bigger than ourselves. And we yeah. were like, this is just like the timing's right and meeting each other yeah. and meeting other great people. Yeah. yeah and we always great. say we're soul friends. Yes. And old um, souls. Yeah. Yes. I mean, I'm young on the outside, old on the inside. I mean, I've always been an 80-year-old man and from Boca Raton, Florida in this body. So I've always been an old man and old soul. But, but yes. You, this is true. You bring out the youth. Yes. Um, okay. So uh, we ask everybody the same question. I got to ask you. Single in a relationship? Single right now. Okay. Yes. Ready to mingle? Um, yeah. I mean, I'm open to new experiences. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Good. Um, so today we're talking about energy. And where to invest your energy. And you and I talk about this on so many levels, like when it comes to work, um, fucking, I'm always like, work. And what else exists outside of that? No, (laughs) Uh, work, life, friends, 
partners, dating, that, all of that stuff, right? It's so important. Um, but I always like to ask, like, like if we're talking about a subject, like the first core of it or the first like entry point is like, why is energy so important? Yeah, I think, um, I guess I'll start it right off. There's this, there's this um, former monk turned mm-hmm. entrepreneur who me and Natasha have talked about. I love his name is Dandapani. Mm-hmm. And or for the Indians out there, Dandapani. Dandapani. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and he talks about how like money, we have a finite amount of energy. Or think of it as, you know, the effort that you put forward, your energy and your time. So when I watched that clip, and I think also you too, it totally changed things. It was like a paradigm shift. And he's basically saying, you get to designate how much, where you put your energy, mm-hmm. who you put it into, what you put it into. At the end of the day, we're all tired and exhausted. I was thinking when I was younger, I had like just nonstop. But now at this age, it's like you have a limited amount. Um, so I think it's really important to be mindful of when you're, whether it's a you know business thing, whether it's a relationship, a friendship, where you want to put that energy and mm-hmm. being around people that also energize you. Yeah, because at, at the end of the day, you know, something— Actually, I think energy is the only place that science and spirituality actually intersect in like an in a tangible way where, yes. you know, spirituality is yeah. always based on the energy of life and the energy around you. And science has proven that atoms have energy and but energy can neither be created nor destroyed. It can merely be transferred from one state to, to another. The only thing that has been measurable is energy and vibration. Yes. And um, and so it really technically is like sort of the basis of all life. Um, and we take it for granted a bit, right? And yeah. that's why I think so many of us in all aspects of our life feel drained. Yes. And, um, and also like, I also wanted to talk today, not just about, energy and like how and how we're spending it but what kinds of energy yes. right because yes. like yeah. it can be um nervous energy anxious energy happy energy what energy are you going into your dating life with yes because i think we've all gone through with different types at different phases of our life yeah, yeah. right like yeah. sometimes you're you're almost like you're lonely. And so you go in with nervous or anxious energy of like, I need to find somebody, I need to find somebody, I need to find somebody. And then, and like how that manifests for you. Yes. Um, some The people who, they always say, oh, it always fucking works out for the people who just like surrendered and weren't looking for it because their energy is in a happier place. No, 100%. And I think I was just listening to a different episode where you were saying with transitions and when people are in a time where an anxious time, you know, it's harder to get because where they are in the place in their lives. Another thing Dan Napani says is, you know, where awareness goes, energy flows. Mm. And the science part, Oprah, who I know we both love, talks about how, you know, that's basically, it's basically the law of motion in physics. And Mm -hmm. like, that's her religion. What, you know, what you put out, um, you know, bounce has has an effect. So yeah, yeah. I think, you know, being around positive people and having that, putting that positive energy out makes a difference. 
All right, I think we can all agree, looking good feels great. And if you follow me on the gram, then you know I'm always at an event and everyone needs a new look that takes me quite a bit of time to get together. But for most of us, really being able to devote that kind of time and energy into our look isn't doable every day. Sometimes you just gotta look good now and keep things as easy as possible. Well, that's what Wander Beauty is all about. Wander Beauty is for the woman on the go. Whether you're doing your makeup in the car or at the gym, everything is travel friendly and made to fit your busy lifestyle. Wander Beauty is about doing more with less. Their beauty essentials are multitasking and multipurpose, allowing you to create a full look without a full makeup bag. Everything is made with skin-loving ingredients from around the globe, so you don't have to choose between good-for-you ingredients and high-performance beauty. Because there's nothing more stressful than glass breaking and loose powder spilling all over your bag. Everything Wander Beauty makes is mess-free and stress-free. And because we don't all have time for a 12-step routine, Wander Beauty gives you maximum impact for minimum effort. So get 20% off your purchase at wanderbeauty.com slash dating. That's wanderbeauty.com slash dating for 20% off. Yeah, no, it it um it really does. I mean I think people forget about it when they when they go on dates and stuff like that, or you know, um handling how certain situations pan out. It's also like the energy around around some of that, yeah. like um, dealing with dealing with it angrily or whatever. And I, it's a crazy thing because I, um, I feel like I have seen this happen in myself. You know, when like especially when you're in like dating somebody, and you're actually in a relationship, you get angry, yeah. and then like sometimes you just for like when you lash out at somebody and the other person's really calm but you continue to lash out, they then kind of get angry and it kind of comes back to that whole energy thing. It can never be created nor destroyed. It's merely transferred. It so it's like yeah. you transferred your angry energy to somebody else. Yeah. You can't transferred your anxious energy to somebody and else. And that's science. I think me and you have talked about, have we talked about mirror neurons? No. If viewer, if uh, listeners look it up, it's the most fascinating thing. I'm a neuroscience geek yeah, though. Yeah, but yeah. mirror neurons is basically, we each pick up on the... Like, so I'm talking to you right now and you're actually picking up on my energy. So if I'm a little like, I mean, you're pretty good and aware, but like, I may be a little, you know, I was a little nervous coming into the studio and maybe that <laughs> rubs off a little, maybe that rubs ever. off a little bit, but, but um, no, it's, it's called mirror neurons. And it's almost like, think of us as like a wireless network and we have an emotion and a feeling and you, I know it sounds kind of hippy dippy, but this is science. This yeah, is like, if you go in an fMRI machine and it actually transfers to the other person. Yeah. So if you want to be in a room, in a pitch, in a, in a, on a date, and I, I would think the advice would be if you want like kind of a calm experience, then, you know, have that kind of calm sense. If you, mm -hmm. the more anxious you are, the more it's going to feed back, you know, at you. So yeah, it's something interesting. Yeah, to, it's really you know, crazy. You know, yeah. Um, yesterday, I ended up uh, at a club, which you know about. Um yes. And which I'm never, I, I rarely ever go to those now. Uh, ended up with some friends. And because I'm so sensitive in a way to energy, I've always had a weird thing with crowds since I was a kid. Because like, yeah, being around that many Just people. Elbows, right? I always joke. I always <laughs> say because I'm tiny and like people's elbows are always yeah, in my yeah. face. But the truth is, it's like I get really overwhelmed with energy. Um, and so even yesterday when I was there, I had to leave. I was like, I'm not vibing with 
the vibes here right yeah. now. And like, I couldn't, there was no reason. I was just like, I gotta go. And so like, I just left early. I was like, I just gotta go. It's like sensory um, overload or like stimuli. Like when you go to Vegas and the strip, it's like, you yeah. know, people say you could be there for like a couple of days, but yeah. after that, it's too, yeah. Yeah. Having that. Um, and, and uh, yeah, I mean, I think what we wanted to talk a, a lot about today was also how you decide where to put your energy, right? Because dating takes up a lot of some people's time. I'll be honest. <laughs> when people tell me they go on like three dates a week, I am like, God bless you for having that much time. Because <laughs> I can't find time yeah. to meet somebody for like an hour. Yeah. And uh, uh, and I'm talking like new dates. Fucking people are going out there. They're out there like four or five times a week fucking meeting new people. Wow, I'm like, I work. Am, that's, <laughs> like, I am drained. <laughs> wow. Um, but, you know, we've talked a lot about it, where I come off a bit like a jerk. Where I Not tell to me, people. I don't, I don't see that side. You're very sweet. Um, your check is in the mail. Uh <laughs> Where, especially when it comes to online dating, I tell people, like, you should be using your judgment mm -hmm. when you're picking where, who you're going on a date with. Because yeah. it's so easy to swipe right. You're like, oh, he's hot. She's great. She's whatever, you know. But then I always tell people, I'm like, I'm sorry. Like, if they look like a douchebag and they talk like a douchebag, they're probably a douchebag. Like, don't be surprised then that you're investing your energy in somebody and talking to them and then they're asking you or sending you a dick pic. Mm. Because I'm like, he looked like he would send you a dick pic. <laughs> and my friends are like, no, you shouldn't judge people. I'm like, no, you should totally use your judgment. <laughs> I say, diff I say mm. this, don't judge people. Use your judgment. Yes. Which is like, yeah. you were fucking given it for a reason. Yes. My friend's an engineer and like, he had a really good point. He was like, he talks about the idea of data points, right? So oh. I never thought of it like that. But when you think of it like that, and you're looking at it almost like as a sciences, and it's like, before you worry or judge or whatever, you got to look at the behavior and then make the decision. But you can, you can make like a very decisive decision based on the data. I think it makes me think of when you, when you talk about, isn't it a rule with, I've heard you talk on the podcast, like yeah. three, like three things. So kind of giving the person the benefit of the doubt for something yes. the first time, but then the second time, and then you're seeing a pattern. By the third time, it's, a pattern. it's yeah. like, that's yeah, that's it. I mean, to me, like kept keeping that in mind, that's it. Like you got your two times totally. and then when people show you who, who they are, believe them in the first the time. Well, first time. Or we could say the third, well, <laughs> a little <laughs> bit, but you know, that idea. So yeah. I think along with our conversation about, you know, resources, whatever, where you put it, life is finite and it's like, Natasha knows I recently had a little bit of a health scare and that kind of just, I've known all this stuff, but it really put things mm -hmm. in perspective in terms of, I don't really have the time or I don't want to spend the time, you know, Wasting I'm going to- Wasting it on people yeah, that aren't yeah. beneficial yes, to you. Yes, yes. Give someone the chance. Yeah. But if they show you that, whether it's not, you know, not interested and you have to really take the hint or under, you know, send it. And then move on to the next, you know, thing because yeah. we don't have time and yeah. want to spend the best time that we have. You got to share that thing um, Dandapani says with the $100 bill. How he says like when he when he talks about energy being finite, he makes you think of it like in currency. Yes. And yes. he says if you have $100, yeah. 
yeah, how yeah, how would how you, are you spending? Yeah, how are you spending it? So he also talks about how hey, shout out if you're listening to the body. Yeah, right? I'm trying to get in touch with you, um, and you you should subscribe to Kind of Dating. Um, <laughs> Hey guys, I'm Natasha Chandel from the Kind of Dating Podcast, where celebrity expert and generally cool guests and I break down one dating topic per episode and try to figure out why the fuck do we all have commitment issues? Because seriously, who says they're in a relationship anymore? With over 100 episodes, there's something for everyone. We cover everything from how to slide in her DM to sex addiction and codependency, Peter Pan syndrome to friends with benefits with guests like Bollywood superstar Sonny Leone to comedian Laura Clary to time person of the year, Dr. Wendy Walsh therapists, and even my own parents. As a reformed commitment phobe, my guests and I say it like it is. We laugh a lot, but we also get mad deep. New episodes drop every Tuesday. Listen and subscribe to Kinda Dating on your favorite podcast app or check us out at kindadating.com because we want to help you get it in. I mean, find love. He also talks about with that energy vampires. Um, And how there's- But we'll come to that after. We'll come to that after. Yeah, but you, you get to- but basically, if you have like a hundred dollars, right? Yes. Or, and and it's kind of like, where are you spending that money? You can spend, you know, five dollars on clothes, ten dollars on food, uh, whatever, a dollar to wash your car. What? Where are you spending that hundred? And he says, think of your life yes, as a hundred dollar bill and it's yeah. currency. And where and who are you putting it in? If you only had a hundred dollars, period, your entire life, yes. where are you spending it? Um, and I think when you do think of it that way, you do become more selective, mm-hmm. I think is the big word that you need of what where you're putting it and with who. And I think it's almost empowering in a way in yeah. the sense that it really puts things in perspective that I get to, I have control over how I use my time, like I use my money mm-hmm. and how to, to, I know it sounds cliche, but how to like design my life basically. I have, that's in my hands and it kind of feels like, you know, it's a, to think of it that way really gives you some, you know, kind of yeah. power. Because I think a lot of people like when they, you know, I think one of the more common things I keep hearing is people say like they date so much and it's just like not working out and what the fuck. And I'm always just like, you know, I hate to say it sometimes because it comes off direct, but I'm like, life is a series of choices. If you want something to change, make better choices. 100%. And and the better choice is by being more selective of where you're putting your energy. If you feel like your reserve is, you know, half a tank— and then you're using all of it up on people that clearly either you knew something didn't vibe. Like my girlfriend the other day, okay? Mm-hmm. Um, who you know. Uh, she went out with a guy, asked me, and she, so she's been on this like, I, w- I just want to date. I just want to be open. I want to date. And I'm like, okay, cool. All the guys, like, she's already told me in advance what she wants, okay? Which is, um, and there's, guys, there's nothing wrong with this, but she wants a man who's like, she's a little older and she's been successful in her life. And she's like, I want somebody who's established and I want blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, okay, cool. Then she'll go on Hinge and she'll keep meeting these guys that are definitely not her type. So is it the attraction? Are they very attractive? To her maybe, or or the conversation was good. Okay. But then I say to her, I'm like, okay, cool. That's awesome. Give it a shot if you want, but don't be surprised if you're going to come back and harp on the thing that you really want, which is this thing that, that they, they don't fit in, which is 
most of them have not been very successful. Um, and she was like, no, 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 I'm just going to give it a shot. Cool. Eventually always comes back to that. And then she's like, who did she meet the other day? Then some other guy she met and she kept saying like, um, she was pointing out red flags to me about the way he was behaving on a first date. But I said, but I was like, all right, well, I think he's might be out for sex. And she was like, no, no, like, I'm still going to give it a shot. Cool. He ends up mm. trying to come over for breakfast one morning. And she's like, no, he's so nice. He wants to come over for breakfast. I'm like, girl, why do you think he wants to come on your a third date to your house for breakfast? He thinks he's getting like some, he's getting morning wood. He thinks he's I getting mean, some morning action. That's, and yeah, then he's that's a different go. kind of breakfast. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> and then she's like, no, no, no. He comes. They mess around, but she doesn't do anything. She doesn't have sex. And he ghosts her. Oh, no. And then she's like, oh, you my know God, how, you, you know were how right. I feel about I'm like, I know. <laughs> I'm like, but you, I, you knew this. You didn't trust your own gut about where you were putting your energy. And then you're upset about it. Same thing happened again yesterday. She met somebody. She kept saying, she goes, my vibe. I don't know. So he was like a server at a restaurant. And he came up to her. Um, and she was getting an off vibe. But she's like, he's really cute. But she was getting an off vibe. And then the way he was talking to her, I was like, girl, I know you. You would hate somebody who speaks like that. Like, yeah. you like a really proper dude. Yeah, yeah. So, like, the fact that he's, like, Rico suaving you, you know, where he kept being like, oh, I can't wait to show you a good time. Oh, we're going to have the best few hours. Like, he kept saying things. And I kept saying, wait, he talks like that? Like, who the fuck talks like that? Yeah. I was like, I don't think this is your type, but, you know, do whatever. She… She ends up canceling another date with somebody she kind of liked to go out with this guy. Oh my Yesterday, God. comes back and tells me, I, I just needed to trust my gut. I'm like, mm-hmm. So was it his charm, you think? Or the attraction? It's like, it's interesting it's like, like, yeah. to accept that. But then I think it's, it's like, like this- an attraction. And also, it, it must have been some physical attraction. Yeah. But also like, this fact that we try to tell ourselves, don't judge. And we think we're being martyrs and sweet, lovely fucking saints. Mm. And we're going to get some award at the end of life. (laughs) And it's like, I'm sorry, you're going to, you're nobody's, nobody's patting you on the back for being, you know, what you consider to be a saint. Um, But even like, I I keep telling people, I'm like, even, even animals use judgment. Yes. Where a fucking deer will come up to a fucking pond and it's got eight crocodiles in there. The deer will say, you know what? Maybe I'll come (laughs) back because… That's a fucking lake full of crocodiles, and I just like how I the should... deer's like. That's a fucking. Well, that's what they, that's what they that's what they. That's do. Right. I just hear the deer saying it. He's like, that's a lot of fucking crocodiles. I should come back later, but the deer doesn't look at them and no. go, you know what? I think the crocodiles are misunderstood. Yeah, I think when the crocodile meets me. They're going to change their ways. That crocodile has some charm. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I think that's a big point that I wanted to say is that as much as, you know, going along with energy, it's really trusting your gut mm-hmm. and going with your gut. Um, I'm sure people listening have felt this, but I've met someone, whether it's in a, you know, professional, personal uh, dating situation, and I have that initial gut instinct. Mm-hmm. And usually I listen to it, but sometimes I'm, no, I'm going to give it a chance. I'm going to see. And then, you know, time passes by 
And then something happens and it always goes back to that. And I have the exact same feeling that I had that first time. Like Mm -hmm. you could feel it in your body the same way. And I was like, oh, that was it. Oh, I was Mm -hmm. right. You're almost always right. Yeah. So I think it's maybe in, in her situation, attraction as as we've talked about off <laughs> yeah. off air um with uh, some you know when i've dealt with things that a lot of this could it's easy to go out the window because that's yeah. a powerful thing but i think it's really the idea of not losing yourself yeah and your value coming down to what your values are and what yeah. you want and, and keeping really those just things. like not lying to yourself about yeah. certain things yeah. which is like again chemistry is a very very powerful um force but are you actually compatible do you actually have shared values or you know and and that even means like do they check off all your ticks and box like yeah. your your boxes yeah. of like what you're looking for in somebody um and that's hard it's hard to say especially when people want to meet somebody is like in dating you're like i want to be open so we kid ourselves into thinking open means date frivolously without using thought. Yes. Or without using judgment or, you know. And I'm like, no, now try to think of it like you have this $100 bill. I love it. And you're selective. How, yeah, you're selective. how are you going yeah. to use it? And yeah. and I guarantee most people, like, even on pro- dating profiles, you can pick apart very easily what people's, like, Personality. It's very clear. And in these profiles, it's like they're telling you. It's like when you've said, you know, someone will say something like, what was the example? Um, um, I, you know, I I upset people or something. I don't respond to texts. Like I was told that on a. Oh, yeah, yeah. And, um, and it was like, okay, so you're you're telling me what I can expect. Yeah. Yeah. You're thank you for, as you would say, that gift. You're telling me what I can expect. Yeah. So I mean, again, I'll do like the three rule thing, but that kind of take that as information yeah. and, and know it and then make your make your judgment. Yeah. yeah. And I say when when even when I say the three rule thing, it's more it's more of a behavior pattern. It's more for if somebody shows you who they are and it's like not vibing, like it's bad for you. Listen, like that's yeah. that's who they are. Yeah. But it's what I mean is like uh, uh, that the three rule example is good. For example, if somebody cancels a date on you last minute and they're apologetic, but it's how they do it. Not did they just cancel a date on you? Like I had it happen, 28 year old. Um, and I, uh, uh, we went out our first date, second date, he canceled on me. And then he was, but he called me immediately. He goes, oh my God, I fucked up. I double booked. And it's my friend's birthday, though. And she's leaving out of the country soon. And yeah. I just like, and I was like, oh, okay, it's cool. One shot. Second time, he didn't have, it didn't happen again. He like, he was like, can we, and he actually said right there. And then he goes, can we reschedule? When are you free? And he planned it right there. And I was like, oh, okay, yeah. cool. And then whatever. Um, but I remember by the third time, he tried to reschedule something just farther down. Like now it had been like a month or something. We had been like hanging out. And he tried to reschedule something. I was like third time clocked in my head. And so I had a conversation with him. I said, hey, um, you know, I completely understand things happen in life, but my time is also valuable. Yes. And if this happens one more time, unfortunately, 
I, it shows me that you don't respect my time. And that's, but I said it very calmly. I didn't get mad. I didn't give any energy of like, just like anything negative. I was just kind of stating a fact that I needed this. Otherwise it's not going to work. Yeah. Never happened again. I love that. Never happened again. I think being assertive and, you know, I had something similar happen to me where I, you know, I got canceled on, I kind of changed the whole weekend of, so I don't know if you remember this, yeah, of plans yeah, with, and, and then just totally just canceled on. And this is also a pattern. So kind of my response, but also in a kind way, but, to, you know, to stand up for yourself was my time is precious. Yes. My time is precious too. And yeah. That's that's what it yeah. is, and it goes back to our conversation. And yeah. then it comes to the yeah. thing of energy vampires. Yes, right. Yes. Which is like there are these people that even if you tell them stuff, they continue on with their own fucking ways. They're just, and that's why I give the three time rule, which is mm -hmm. if anything happens beyond that, yeah, it's not going to change. And so this is like if you really like somebody, I'm like, okay, give them three shots. But usually people who are fucked up do the same thing really quickly. They'll, they'll, um, abusive guy and I, you know, I always like my only, I won't say regret, but I do, I guess I would say regret. No, fuck it. It's a regret. <laughs> <laughs> um, if I went back, our very first week, he disappeared on me. And one night in our, yeah, first week of dating. And I didn't know where he went and didn't tell me. He, he actually lied to me. I, he got caught in a lie. That behavior happened really quickly back to back. And I ignored it because he kept giving me these long-winded fucking reasons of why. And that was when I came up with my three time, mm -hmm. like really assertively after all of that happened with him. I was like, if I had, if I had heard, realized that this is a pattern of behavior, I would have ended it in the first month I would not have been tortured for and a fucking year a with somebody. Of, yeah. You know, and when we talk yeah. about energy vampires, it's that. It's those people who fucking, their shit sucks the energy out of you. Yeah. And this could be anybody. You yeah, know, completely. Yeah, yeah. Anybody, whether it's, you know, Friends, text, family yeah, I mean, sometimes. Texting, yeah, calling, yeah. All that stuff. So I think, um, again, Nandapani talks about, um, you know, there's, to there, so there's people that uplift you and give you energy. Mm -hmm. Like, so that I feel like is Natasha, you know, yeah. she gives me and everyone around when she's in a room, they'll say, oh, wow, that's it's great <laughs> energy. And if you tell, so there's those people, then there's people that are neutral and then people that kind of suck your energy. Mm -hmm. And for that third category, um, it could be trans, transient. So it's like, um, you know, temporary according to, I'm, mm -hmm. I'm dealing with something right now. And that's a little more understandable because I'm a friend, I'm here to support you. You know, I'll call you yeah. and whatever. But if it becomes like an everyday, multiple times a day thing, and it's just like, um, you know, sucks out of you. So that's an energy vampire. And, you know, when we give that energy to other people, we're taking energy away from ourselves mm -hmm. to, hey, I love, I'm all about helping other people. But mm -hmm. I'm saying, you know, if it's to an extent where it's like uncalled for. Mm -hmm. So kind of his strategy is, he said, people say, how are you? If he gets approached by an energy vampire on the street, he doesn't say, how are you? Because he doesn't want to know how they are. Ah, yeah, it's <laughs> so true they, though. So they may say to him, how, how are you? And he'll say, oh, I'm, I'm great. It's a beautiful New York day. And then he'll say, um, I have to run, which is, which is true. You know, he, he, has, mm -hmm. he has important things to do. And um, 
have a have a great day or something. Yep. He doesn't say, let's get lunch, let's hang out, the very LA mm-hmm. thing, let's, you know, let's get together, let's catch up, because he doesn't mean that. Yeah. So he calls it affectionate detachment. Oh. <laughs> and he's like, you know, be a real person, be a good person. You can be very kind and loving and sincere, mm. but you don't necessarily have to, you know, give yeah. into that. So just being sincere and saying totally. what you mean and moving on. So I, I really like that. Yeah, I no, I, I think that's like a super good example also for like dating stuff because um, I don't know. I want people like if, if you're listening, like think of think of the the relationships that didn't work out for you, um, especially like the bad ones that we've had. Um, those people were most likely energy vampires. Like they were people that didn't uplift you, didn't, you know, I'm not saying every person at all times will always be uplifting with you, but the majority of the time those people should be. You will always have tiffs with a partner. You'll always have, but when it becomes like a constant, just a draining experience, then that's your cue, you know? And uh, and I think people get, because I get a lot of messages from people and they'll be like, it went so well for like four months and now it's not. And I go, well, unfortunately, the past doesn't totally matter. It only matters like what's happening right now. And if it's ongoing and you guys are have talked about it and the person isn't changing, then that's your behavior. You can't hold on to what they did in the first two months because that was la-la land fucking vacay mode, you know, where everybody's like high on romantic juices. And so it's afterwards you realize like who people are and if they're not uplifting you in the way you need, then that's your answer. Yeah. and I know how hard it is to like walk away from these things. But that's how you have to think of your energy reserves. And I think it goes the other way to have a hard, you know, talk with yourself. Yeah. And maybe you're that person. Totally. <laughs> in the sense that not not even the, up, I mean, the uplifting is important, but just the idea of, you know, we talked about, um, you know, like, like nonstop texting. Like I... I under I understand and and I and when you're with someone and you want to kind of feel good and you want to have that and I've definitely been guilty you know that idea oh am I going to get the text you know having that but I think also having the confidence that you know if the person likes you they like you and also having boundaries is important yeah. as well and not kind of um, you know overusing that because then it kind of can get draining. Totally. So yeah. And that also comes from a bit of that nervous energy, right? We're talking yeah. about like sometimes we overtext people because we we forget that communication is a two-way thing. That it's not you just having a conversation with somebody. It's somebody else also having a conversation with you. So sometimes you got to give them space to be able to answer you back. Yes. And if they don't, doesn't mean you continue the conversation by yourself. Yeah. <laughs> it's like you wait. And if they do, then great. If they don't, then that's also great. That means that's your answer. I'm just and picturing your, a I'm just picturing a screen with all the like blue yeah. or like all the white. It's just the one sided conversation. Yeah. Well, because uh, I I remember uh. I got a I got a IG message from somebody who had said that he met this girl who worked a lot. Um, she was very strong in her career, and he um, was texting her like crazy, and wasn't giving her an op an opportunity to message back. And eventually she was like, 
dude, I'm fucking working. And the fact that you just keep doing this is too much for me. And so she ended it. And and I was like, yeah, because sometimes people are at work and they really can't <laughs> yes. message you. Yeah. Like studio. Their time is limited. Exactly. <laughs> like studio exec and I, we were always in meetings through the day. So like we'd message and then it'd be like maybe five, six hours sometimes. But you knew that person would message you back when they were available. Yes. Like just, it's I, not a thing. I think it's knowing that someone can, and it's, you know, I'm not, and it's all from learning. So just from, you know, knowing that someone can care about you and they yeah. don't necessarily have to like every second, you know, but you could still have that there. Totally. And just going strong in, in that. Yeah. yeah. I mean, how would we get people to sort of gauge energy on online dating when it's so, when it's so, like you haven't met them yet? Can you gauge, I think you can gauge people's, um, uh, I would say, uh, maturity in a way mm-hmm. through the way they text or message you on maybe that first on message the apps. Says yeah, a lot. that's yeah. what I think. Yeah. I think people, especially like if if a if a dude just says like hi to me, that's what I'm I was like, gonna uh-huh. say. Yeah. <laughs> like cool. To me, then it means I'm showing? like I'm yeah. like you've probably gone to like eight girls and just been like hi hi yeah, hi, numbers, hi, yeah. hi and. I think you can, you go by what people tell you. Mm-hmm. And um, there's a lot, like you said, just in looking at a profile. This is how I think about it too. It's like um, every interaction with someone, you're putting out who, you're putting out who you are yeah. in that moment. So you're, you're showing, you're, <laughs> sorry, Mike, you're showing people who you are mm-hmm. and, and you're representing yourself with that profile yeah. or with that conversation. So in terms of putting out positive energy, yeah. you know, that's what you, to be able to show that, that's what you want to, you know, get a, your, every minute you're representing. Yeah, you know, totally. Yourself. Totally. Um, I think earlier you also said something that was interesting, which was like, uh, uh, sometimes you, you just got to kind of like go through, go through these people and move on a little quicker, you know, where you're not getting stuck in, like you said, if somebody's not reciprocating the way you feel. Yeah, am I then, getting an investment on my energy, exactly, right? Exactly, yeah. Return on my investment, yes. yeah. And again, as somebody who has done this, like we talk about Bruce Lee on this show, um, who, you know, is not Bruce Lee, guys. I didn't date Bruce Lee. Um, I dated this uh, martial artist guy um, who, whose family was, whatever, he trained under one of the disciples of Bruce Lee, so I always call him that. Wow. Um, but... He was somebody that was an energy vampire for sure. And um, instead of just seeing the signs that this person wasn't interested in the way I needed them to be, not them just saying it, but never showing up, um, I wasted my time and I was dwelling in that and like not moving on to the next thing. But there's a book that I talk about a lot lately. It's, um, It's called Think and Grow Rich. It's like a 1930s like bestseller on business, but uh, but it's actually just like a lot of really awesome life advice too um, by some of the top entrepreneurs. And one of them is that they wish people would um, would figure out more of or, or keep failing more at, at things quicker, so they can get to where they're supposed to be faster. I so, really believe that. Yeah. I- and it's yeah. like, but in dating, we we harp, right? We'll like one date didn't go well, and then we'll just get stuck there. 
Or we'll say, I really like this person. I thought it was going to go somewhere. And then you get stuck in that energy there where you're, you now like turn that energy into a whole negative conversation about yourself. I fucking suck. I'm never going to find It's somebody. like telling yourself a story and I'm then an, believing that story, yeah, right? And then getting yeah. stuck in that yeah, story yeah. and never turning the page. Like re-fucking reading that page over and over and over again, but never turning it. And so it's kind of like, um, you know, when you, especially when you're dating, it's, I kind of use that same thing where it's kind of just Bust through these people, no, man. I if, think we need, we if, need to flex those rejection muscles. Yeah, That's yeah. What I just think, fucking right? like yeah. let it go. Like, oh, all right. I might have yeah. liked this person. It didn't work out. Moving on. Yeah. But that was really hard for me, um, maybe even a year ago. Yeah. <laughs> Plus, because I think at the same point, it's like, you know, it's like we're— we're humans and I'm like, I don't, what? We're like, humans? It, like it feels, it feels like, you know, I've spent all this great time with someone and then it feels weird to be just like, okay, throwing that away. So I think that was kind of my mindset a year ago. And mm. now, now I kind of went past that, but it is hard to, you know, you spent that time, yeah. not even attachment, but like, you feel like there's some sort of common, you know, common interest, common stuff. And then it's like, how do you make that separation? But I think early on, maybe for like now, if you're on a, you know, an app or something, you don't have that yet. And then it's really just kind of going through and, you know, totally. yeah, you don't. I guess like my, and that's an awesome point you brought up. It is because I think that is the reason people get stuck because they go, well, I shared this amazing thing with them. How I'll say for me, I am much better at this now, as you know, of moving on. And it's only been from going through so much of it that you finally get to a point that you realize you will never get an answer why it didn't work out. Yeah. And, and two, you can never control the other person. So, you know, I think my first big breaking point was the abusive relationship where at the end I was like, or, or through it, I kept pushing through because I kept going, no, we have this amazing connection. And like, there's something there. There's something there. And by the end, I realized, like, there was something there, sure. But it, I was never going to solve this problem. And sometimes you have to walk away from yeah. trying to solve a problem. And you don't control the other person. I couldn't make him show up for me the way I wanted. I couldn't make him a better person. I yeah. just couldn't. Yeah. And then when mm-hmm. you start going through that over and over again, and then you realize like something doesn't have to be as big as that. 28-year-old and I, you know, I was really enjoying that relationship. I was like, oh, things are going really well. And I was just taking it day by day. He progressed it forward in other ways by making me meet his family. And then suddenly had a freak out, like fucking snap of a finger. I can't be in a relationship. I freak, legit freak out. His friends were like, he's having a freak out. And I was like super calm at that point. And I was like, cool. Like, I appreciated our time together. This was really fun. But I can't harp. Mm-hmm. I can't I can't make you feel the way I would like you to feel. And I can keep wasting my time trying to talk you through this. Or, but I can't. I still can't change you. Yeah. That's a you thing. So then you just start being able to like let go really quickly when you realize, again, it's a two-way thing. And if the other person isn't showing up the way you need, you can't control them. Yeah. Someone really wise uh, once said to me, no one to cut your losses. (laughs) (laughs) And I think that that was was a good one. That was me? No one to cut your losses. Man, I fucking say some dope shit sometimes. I'm like, (laughs) 
I, I told you, right? You don't I feel remember like I black out. Yeah, I, I like literally you. don't remember It's anything. like that Kenny Rogers song, um, The Gambler. No wins to hold him. Uh. No wins to hold him. I think I told you this. Like one of my girlfriends used to always call me Little Buddha. And she's like, man, you said this thing. And she would quote me. And I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> Did I I'm say like, that? I said that. Like, and quote, I actually book, said that. I was like, man, I am a yeah. fucking, I was like, I'm like a fucking Buddha. <laughs> I don't know, guys, but I don't remember shit after it. People yeah. will tell me stuff on the podcast too, and I don't remember anything after. <laughs> I'm like, who knows what I said? I'm like, sounds like me, but don't remember saying Hey, it. as long as people are uh, yeah, going yeah, out and using it. Helping, yeah, yeah. Um, so who are the people we should try to put our energy into and how how do we dis, how do we determine that as we're wrapping out I think when you're in a room with people who are the people that you leave that room and you're like I mean it, it's pretty direct but it's like wow I feel good I feel you know you're with them and it's like time just goes by I have mm-hmm. these I'm fortunate enough to have a lot of these people in my life where you don't feel like you have to um, not be yourself. You could be mm-hmm. totally authentic and genuine. And laughter is definitely important, I think. Mm-hmm. But to be with these people, and they, I think the key is also they bring out the best in you. Yeah. Or, or you bring out the best in you yeah. when you're with them. So if it feeds, you know, feeds off. Yeah. Um, I think that's important and, and really focusing on that. Yeah. I also think, yeah, that's awesome. That's very true. I also think like, Watching people's actions and watching their behavior, especially in the dating world, like I really think it's important to continue to surround yourself or 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 give your energy to people who are respecting you. And respect needs to mean whatever it means for you, which which is speaking to you properly, following through if that's what it means, um, making time, doing those things that are important to you and and treat you with utmost, you know, reverence in a way. Even if they're a stranger, you can still treat a stranger with respect. And I think that's also on our part of like how we're treating other people mm-hmm. should be that way. Um, and if people aren't, then that's like a good way to, you know, what's the word? Um, weed people weed, out. Yeah. I think it's being clear of, again, what are your values? And then does that fit into what your values yeah. are? And yeah. think about the $100. Yes, the $100. Imagine your whole life being a fucking 100 bucks. I love it. Yeah. Yeah. It's I a do good, too. it really narrows your focus. Yeah. I think the hundred dollars also knowing that we're not, it's not, inf- life's not infinite. Mm-hmm. It's finite, you know, having yeah, that. Yeah. And then one other thing I just wanted to share with people, because it's something that I'm, uh, you know, really focusing on now is um, kind of a little habit. This could be a whole other episode, but like mm-hmm. habits in your life. And what are those rituals mm. that replenish you and give you the energy so that yeah. you can put it out? Kind of what are those things in the morning that you do or at night you do or that you should be doing mm-hmm. to kind of, you know, give you that boost so that you can be your Very best true. self? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, um, uh, before we wrap, I'd also mention, you know, you know Australia. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I've Australia <laughs> uh, to- told me about, um, he always said to me, you know, you only get, you really can only focus on three things at your life at one time. So that would be, um, that would include like if dating is important to you, if if um, health fitness is important to you, if your self-care is important to you, if work is important to you, if friends, social life is important. All of those count as one thing, but you only really can focus on three at a time. So um, for me, 
I had to realize like he was right because I was stretching myself way too thin with trying to have social life, dating, work, blah, 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 all my shit. And I was like fucking just dying overwhelmed last year. And so I finally was like, he's right. Let's just focus on three. And so mine became um, my writing work, my acting work, and my uh, self-care. And that unfortunately has meant dating has not been an option for me recently. And I've been really open about it that I haven't really been actively dating. But the other reason is also because I'm now so selective because I only have this these three, which means if I take self-care and cut it in half, that other half would be focused on dating. And, and I have to now pick who is that time going to. And that just weeds out 99.5% of people for yeah. me. And that's okay. I took that as like a, hey, I have to make decisions. When, when you, like I said, life is a series of choices. So for me, um, something that was also really uh, important I learned is like, I, I read this quote that says, self-discipline is making choices that are in your best interest. And I and I was like, oh, fuck. And so I had to, I've been really asserting a bunch of self-discipline for, on myself. Yeah. Which is like, I need to focus on these things and I have to be disciplined in doing that. Um, and I, I get the consequences of any decision you make, which means if I don't have time to date, that means, or if I'm going to be selective about who I date, that means 99% of people are read it out for me. Okay. Like I have to take those, the repercussions of making better choices yeah. for me. Yeah. Um, so I, I, yeah, I'm just saying that because like if people are focused on multiple things in their life and then they're throwing dating in there, like really be focused. Like are you, is it one of your top three things? And if it is one of your top three things, like really do it with focus and self-discipline of where are you putting your energy and with who? Yeah, I think that's like a different kind of way to think about it. And maybe if you can improve, you know, once you get those things, you can really improve your self-care. Yeah. It opens up, you know. Yeah. You and it's just more. like a yeah. muscle, I think, yes. that we have to keep working on with energy and like trusting your gut and doing all these things. Like my girlfriend is now learning. She's like, I really got to fucking trust. I was like, yeah, you do. Yeah. Because your time is important. But you're, it's not just your time that's important. We always make it like, oh, it's my physical time. It's not the physical time that's important. It's the energy that you're expending during that time that's important. Yeah. Right? Like yes, when, yes. We're, when, when I'm, if you're wasting my energy is what frustrates me. Not the two hours of my time. is the energy I fucking wasted being here when I could have used that energy in work. Exactly. Yeah. So I think that's, Putting in says, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know if that made sense. No, no, 100%. I, I feel think, like I blacked out for a second. <laughs> no, I think um, <laughs> it's all, and it, a lot of it is like finding this stuff is actually work. Like, yeah. to, you know, putting in the work to find what you want and to actually do it. So I totally. love that discipline, discipline quote. Yeah, self-discipline is making choices in your best interest. I'm yeah. going to write that down. Yeah, that right? my quote. <laughs> <laughs> I have it on my whiteboard because I forget myself. I'm like, oh, shit. Um, Adam. Natasha. Thanks for being on the show. This is great. Um, I finally got you here. Oh my God. It was a, it's been a process. It was a process. You've been calling my people and I've been I like, have. you know, go. <laughs> I called your people. Jenna called your people. Then you ignored us. And No, then, I think I wrote back an email as a joke because and then Jenna you just wrote me an email us about and I was it. like, 
<laughs> and I was like, um, you know, I required this craft services yeah. and this this uh, this makeup and <laughs> and what we gave you a nice small bottle of water while you. Oh, it was delicious. <laughs> this, it could be a sponsor. It's delicious. Thanks to Starburns. Yes, thank you, um, Adam. Thanks so much for being on the show. You're not done. Okay. You have six questions. Oh yes, yeah, the questions. Um, it's our original dating questions. Originally inspired by the I don't know how to say his name, Bernard Pivo. Uh, inside um, the actor's studio. Yeah, from yeah, inside yeah. the actor's studio. But it's our original question. Okay. Um, so, Adam, yes, here are your six questions. Okay. What is the first thing you notice about a potential partner? Their energy. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly. Yeah, yes. I think you do. Yes. Um, what's your one deal breaker? I'm going to say flakiness. Mm, that's a good one. Yeah, good I one. learned that. The, yeah, That's flakiness. why even though you had a headache, you came today. Yes, I wanted to make uh, honor my commitment. And yes. Thank uh, you. Not, don't be a flake. <laughs> <laughs> what turns you on? What turns me on? Um, <laughs> good energy. <laughs> <laughs> I would say, I mean, I'm also just about really genuine, authentic. I think you can see, I can see through people pretty mm. easily. And I know that's not like the, but I, I think um, authenticity is yeah. attractive and also effort is very attractive. Mm. Yeah. If you're putting one. it, if you're, you know, if you're, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um, because you, you and I have talked about this, you put in a lot of effort. Yes. You do. So I, I could see that. What did one of your strengths, maybe I answered it, and one of your weaknesses in relationships? Um, I think I, I'm a good planner. I know that. Mm-hmm, you and are. Friendships too. I'm good at are. planning. So, but I think at that it could come a cost because um, I'm not as spontaneous as I would like to be. So I'm working on that to be more spontaneous. You know, I like planning, planning dates, planning things, um, but also to kind of you know let loose and go with That's the flow a, a little bit one, more. That's a good one because I think I'm the same. I am not spontaneous that much. When people ask me that, like. I have had a couple guys in the last like week or so hit me up for dates and I was like, oh, boo, unless you message me like a week in advance, like I don't have days like tomorrow. They're like, oh, are you around this week? No, no, I'm not. But I no, I agree <laughs> with you, though. But I think more like, um, you know, I'm so rigid and like, oh, I'm planning this stuff and if it doesn't go how oh, I thought it would way. go. Yeah, yeah, so maybe, yeah. you know, like plan some time and like here's some general things we can do, but like going just kind of going with, with the flow. It. Yeah. Um, what is love? Love. What is love? This is this is the whole philosophical. This is when I get him speechless. What is love? So poetic. Um, (laughs) Love is. I got that um, one from sorry Oprah asking. Okay. What is? I think she says, "What is the soul?" I think love, and this could also relate to like family, the love a parent has for a child. Um, It's, it's that unconditionality. Mm. Is other unconditionality? Yeah, yeah. So. So I don't know um, if that's a word, but I get what you're saying. Yes. So, you know, with everything we've said, I I do. And in terms of like kind of moving on, whatever, I think that I love that my Angelo quote, when you know better, you do better. Right. Mm. And when you and I do think at the heart, people, for the most part, unless you're a sociopath, do the best that they can with where they are, where they're at. So I think if you really care about someone and you're in a relationship with someone um, really trying to see you know see that person through their flaws yeah yeah totally we all have flaws yeah besides i love you what three words would you want your partner to tell you 
let's get food. Uh, I know that's just what comes to my head. So funny, Jenna. How many people have mentioned food stuff? I think because I'm just hungry right now. A lot. Um, (laughs) Yeah, cooking stuff or or food like let's get pizza. Yeah, that's so funny. So interesting. That's the first thing that came to my head. So many foodies. Yes. Um. Adam, thanks so much for being on the show. Thanks for having me. Uh, how can people find you on social media? Um, I mean, I'm all about like promoting Natasha. I don't really have, I'm not, I don't even have an Instagram. So just check out Natasha's channels. <laughs> if there's some good spun, uh, candid shots of me, likely it'll be up there. So um, you can reach me that way if, if you really want to reach true. me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or, or email us and we'll put you in touch. Yes. Um, yeah, you can follow me. Thanks for that, Adam. Yeah. You can follow me on Instagram at Natasha Chandel. I'm on Twitter, Natasha underscore Chandel and Facebook, Natasha Chandel official. You can also follow Kind of Dating. We are at Kind of Dating across the board. We'd actually really like you to. So please do that. Um, Thank you so much for downloading this episode. If you could please take a few seconds and review us on iTunes and download the rest of our shows, we'd be so grateful. Also, we have a video version of some of the episodes on the podcast, uh, youtube.com slash Natasha Chandel. Um, make sure you search Kind Dating, you subscribe, you share, you comment. Also, send us your dating stories and thoughts to kindadating at gmail.com, preferably via a voice memo. Send us voice memos. Um, all right. Finally. I know it seems tough out there, but just try. Till next time. Kind of Dating is created, produced, and hosted by myself, Natasha Chandel. Aisha Holden is my co-host and our social media producer. Our audio engineer is Adam Pineless. Jenna Ribbing is our associate producer. The opening music is composed by Joe Lorenzetti, and our logo and graphics are by Jenna Yannick and K. Daniel Ellis.